Okay, Alex, let's go. What do you mean, let's go? Aren't you gonna put that on the porch? No way. I don't go past the sidewalk at this house. Ray, what are you talking about? They're not gonna be able to find it there in the bushes. Alex, there are those who believe poltergeists occupy this residence. And I'm sure they read Paradise Valley View, too. I'm not saying yes, and I'm not saying no. All I know is I delivered a paper one day, and the next it's gone. And the bill is always paid. But I never see anyone come or go. Ghosts don't pay bills, Ray. Come on, go get it. No way. If you want that paper moved, you do it yourself. <laughs> Good evening, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Cassandra. And this is episode 213. It's Podtober. Mm. We're talking Alex Mack, The Secret. Heck yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, this episode definitely would not be happening. So when we finished recording uh, Favorite Rugrats with Cassandra, Cassandra, you, you had noted that we don't talk a lot about Alex Mack, which is true. We've only discussed it, I think, once before uh, with the gift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good yeah, one. Yeah, great episode. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we were like, oh, I wonder, like, right after we finish, it's like, I wonder if there's a Halloween one, which there is, The Secret. And uh, so you you kind of worked this episode into being, which which I'm, I'm, I'm excited for. I'm happy we're doing it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I had no idea there was a Halloween episode, but it's not too bad. It's not too good, but it exists. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of ways, I guess we'll get into it. It reminds me a lot of the gift in the ways that it's like both good, bad, and absolutely bonkers. I mean, yeah. I I didn't I haven't watched a lot of Alex Mack since the nineties. Uh, well, correction, I haven't watched any Alex Mack since the nineties, and. It's a, it's like kind of a crazy show. It's not, and I don't think totally on purpose. A little bit of on purpose, but it's also got this like off kilter. Everything about it, the production, the performances, yeah. it all feels a little weird. Um, yeah, there's some moments in this episode that I I feel like it's one of these shows that's weird in this way where it's almost like it was designed so you don't don't really listen to what's being said. So like, if you start paying attention to what they're saying, it starts like getting just sounding weird and yes, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if we've, turn. I wonder if we've. There's a line I really made note of when I heard it, where I'm like, "What the hell are they talking about?" <laughs> and I wonder if you guys caught it too. Same oh. here. There was a one line in particular. I thought, okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope it's the same one. But even better if it's not. But. Uh, yeah. Well, um, Cassandra, are you, because you brought up Alex Mack, are are you, were you, what's your relationship with Alex Mack? Are you a fan or? Yeah, I mean, I was a huge Alex Mack fan. I was always hoping it would come on SNCC. Um, I definitely always wanted her superpowers. And I thought it would just make life so much fun and easier. And of course, like she's going through this whole journey trying to hide her powers and being hunted because of them. But I still thought it was really cool and I liked it. But 
like you i just never went back and rewatched it i guess um that's it doesn't hold up in the way that certain Nickelodeon shows do. Like maybe Clarissa, I would say, is more rewatchable, mm. but um, it's still campy enough like that. It's a fun watch. Yeah, totally. I it, it does almost feel like uh, soap opery at times, um, mm. which just feels funny, like um, to go along with like the rest of the show, the sci fi nature of the rest of the show. Uh I don't know. So it, it again makes it feel like that off kilter feel. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, so like one thing I think I'm putting together having watched a few now is that like there's hard tonal shifts with an episode. So um I I think that's the only way I can put it is that it goes from one tone to another in the blink of an eye and kind of just expects that you're keeping up with it. You know what I mean? It'll go from like zany comedy to melodrama to like weird science to it's, it's really, yeah, it's all over the place, but it kind of keep, it kind of makes it a little more entertaining to, watch i guess well and all the actors are really good too that's another weird thing about this show is Mm -hmm. like larissa olenic is that how you say her name yeah something like that she's great and then meredith bishop i really like her too yeah um yeah 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 they're very good all the main characters are pretty good um dad is great george yeah, the uh, I don't what? know actually. The parents, I kind of <laughs> kind of drive me crazy. <laughs> oh, I love me some George. <laughs> I feel um, like he's not. He's like a not as good version of uh, again um, Clarissa's dad. Like he's oh, just not sure. quite as zany. He's like wacky, sort of, but not really. He doesn't like sell it as well. Oh my gosh! I mean, yeah, the, this is. This is the ramen noodle of, you know, parents here. I mean, Clarissa's, sure, Clarissa's yeah. is your gourmet Dr. Vink dangerous soup. Uh, and this is, you know, your 99 cent knockoff. Um, it's like if E.T. became a teenage sitcom. <laughs> yeah, it's like E.T. versus Mac and me. You guys know Mac and me? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Good, good comparison. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Cassandra, this is also the first time you're doing a Podtober with us. So we always like asking kind of people's feelings on Halloween. Uh, do you have any favorite Halloween memories or costumes? Uh, what what is what is Halloween for Cassandra? Definitely a lot of trick or treating. Um, I'll be taking my kids trick-or-treating of course and I usually dress up as a witch I actually wanted to ask you guys because in this episode she wears the same costume like that she wore the year previous and I was like wondering did they have to like did they wear the same costume every year um I know I did that when I was a kid a lot um yeah uh I did that a lot um I think that's like my preferred method just I always think I'm going to like come up with some new great idea. And then when it comes down to it, I just don't feel like it. And I'm like, usually wait till the last minute. And then I have to put, uh, you know, do one of the same things that I always do. 
some sort of like dead person or zombie-ish thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of the same way, except I find that I work best with my back up against the wall. So like I'll really, you know, I'll just find some scraps and put something crazy together. Um, hmm. zombie, zombie is like a really easy one to do because yeah. you can really throw on a bunch of different clothes like I'm a I had like a baseball jersey so I'm like I'm a dead baseball player and then like the other year I was like I'm a dead president and I don't know so I guess I reuse but I try to like put a little spin on it wow very very creative <laughs> I'm not like bragging. I, I, that's just. <laughs> um, that's. I, I think like I can relate. I just. I also feel like maybe people will judge me, and so I try to like do something different. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a. I think it's a classic kid thing to like. You have a go-to, especially if people are like, "Wow, that's such a great one." As a kid, you're kind of like, "Well, I got my thing now." Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any Halloween costumes, Cassandra, you really remember well? Definitely a witch. I mean, that's it's so easy, right? Like, you get the witch yeah, hat yeah. and you're done. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think, like, mostly the whole thing with Halloween now as an adult, like, I don't really get to go out and do anything too fun. But um, having some kind of 90s nostalgia shows to watch Halloween-themed is always really fun. Like, that's that's the big ticket for me. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And this is a real treat because it was kind of like discovering a Halloween episode I didn't know existed, which <laughs> I felt like we had like scraped the barrel. There was probably like nothing left. Um, so it was it was very it was very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cassandra, before we move on, candy corn, your feelings? Oh yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Ooh yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> I feel I feel like I've just been like conditioned to wait for someone to be like, oh no, pure garbage. So that feels feels That's, great. Yeah. <laughs> what were it's you gonna say, Andrew? Craziness. The right answer? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well gl I'm glad glad you're on Team Candy Corn. Love love to have you. Yeah, I love candy corn. Um, I, I'll definitely be pillaging through my kids' candy sashes before they get to touch it after they trick-or-treat, <laughs> for mm. sure. Yeah. Uh, favorite thing, Andrew, Cassandra, favorite thing to get in a Halloween bag? Like, what's your... If you see it in the bag, you're pumped. Mm, pumped. Well, I mean, my go-to is uh, Reese's. Reese's, but... okay. But I like a surprise too. Like if it's something that is like a one, it's a one off in the in the bag that mm. somebody picks some like weird candy, uh, you know, kind of like that. I'm gonna say, I mean, I like a lot of candy, but I think the the magic of Halloween is that it's all in one giant mm. pile, and there's like yeah. the gum you would definitely never use or buy, <laughs> and just the smell of it all collectively is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what I never I don't think we've mentioned before um is like a mini box of raisins that people occasionally give out. Oh god. Uh, I don't like those, but <laughs> I think it's a humorous kind of thing to give instead of candy. Yeah, there's always like some person handing out toothbrushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I think I'd go Kit Kat. 
just classic. Mm. But you know, you know, I was just, you know, I was just thinking as we were talking, the thing that really drove me nuts when I got it. Mm. Um, though, you remember those like little plastic packs that would come with like two whoppers in it? Those like chocolate balls. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. The worst. <laughs> I kind of like Whoa. those uh, malted milk balls. Yeah, I like those. Oh man. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll take that over like those like fruit. I mean, this people probably like these, but those like fruit candies, they're in the shape of fruits, but it's just like a hard sugar. Like it mm. kind of tastes like the different fruit flavors. Those um, are good. Yes. <laughs> I like how they look, but you know, they're so hard. I don't I don't think I know what you're talking about. Mm. I, I'm not sure if you would know them to see them. One, not to go too far off on this, but one of them I feel like is like a heart, like a pink heart or something. Like it should be an apple, but yeah. Uh, and the banana one is has like a very distinct smell oh, and flavor. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not banana. <laughs> it's very it's artificial banana. Yeah, yeah. Is this like the stuff that used to be in those like candy machines where you could twist for like twenty five mm. cents? I that think type so. of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love those bananas. Yes. <laughs> oh, they're so good. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's would, weird because like the ban- real bananas don't taste like that, but <laughs> no, but it's still it, it, it's it was just pure sugar. I, where I used to get my hair cut, they had one of those candy machines when you'd leave, and I would just like pray I'd get a handful of those bananas. <laughs> I feel like we've probably talked about this before, but the weirdness of the machines that just like give you a handful of those, like there's no, you know, yeah, there's no handful of candy. Yeah. 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 Some guy with his bare hands, like dump them in there and you're just, they've been sitting in there for three years because whatever, whatever is at the tops have been in there forever. Oh Yeah. And you're just like, uh, um, they're just asking to go all over the floor. Like, I'm just not sure what the oh, yeah. logic is with these. Yeah. I think you you see less of those now, though, right? Yeah. I haven't seen too many lately. That's the real yeah. racket. You got to put candy machines in all the stores. <laughs> Raking it yeah. in. Yeah. Get the, yeah. I wonder why. Well, I guess, like, there's probably a crusade of, like, stop giving kids probably is your option but you just fill them with whoppers and nobody will want anything <laughs> that would be gross yeah. <laughs> just, just it's loose whoppers <laughs> loose loose whoppers oh my god that almost made my stomach turn um <laughs> okay um well, uh, good. Okay. Well, this uh, this episode of Alex Mack, uh, the secret from the show, the secret of secret world of Alex Mack, uh, is a little yeah. bit of a pain to search. Um, yeah. <laughs> it aired October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety five. So right before Halloween. Mm. Perfect. Um, again, I don't know how I missed this. It, it, they must have not really like. It mustn't just never become like a. Halloween classic because they would reshow a lot yeah. of that stuff. But, um, and this was season two, episode four, uh, just six episodes apart from the uh, Christmas episode we discussed, The Gift. Um, we've talked about October of 1995 before, so no need to do it again. Should we dive 
directly into the secret? Let's do it. Yeah. And just to your point before, like discovering a new piece of media, that's how I felt about your Christmas episode of Alex Mack. Like I hadn't <laughs> ever seen it. I and then you guys covered it for Christmas and I was like, I'm just going to watch this one night. And it was so much fun. Oh, it really is yeah, a treat it, to just yeah. to discover those little specials. <laughs> Sure. That's classic. The monkey, everything. It was so oh good. Oh my gosh. I think I've I've yeah. I've brought this up before, but I think about that episode, not our podcast, but I think about that episode of Alex Mack so often. <laughs> May, maybe more than any other episode we've ever talked Jeez. about. I just I think about the monkey running around the Christmas tree lot. Yeah. And it brings me immense joy. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I gave that episode a three, and that's that's criminal. <laughs> but uh, no monkeys in this episode, unfortunately. Yeah, there's, yeah, but there is like that same bizarre sort of uh, like other thing going on. You know what I mean? With the ghosts in this one. Yeah. No, I know it's just like this additional uh, weirdness in the world of Alex Mack that like doesn't really relate to her powers or anything not at all (laughs) just very confusing for most of the episode (laughs) and the payoff the payoff makes you feel like not scared more like what just happened Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i watched it like four times (laughs) just to make sure you got that twist at the end yeah i was just like wait but why I've got questions. Okay. <laughs> All right. Make make sure make sure you throw them out when we get there. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so Alex and Ray are just finishing up their paper route when they ride up to a house that Ray thinks is haunted. He misses trying to toss the paper onto the porch, and as Alex uses her powers to move it, the curtain shifts like something is peeking out of the window. Mm. Oh my goodness. I mean, she's like so like uh, ready to walk up to this house, but even even the great Alex Mack is rattled by that curtain moving. Sure. Um, there's also like a cat uh, screeching sound. I'm not really sure what, <laughs> why that was in there, but um, also I like uh, how she's just got to get that paper on the porch, like. Yeah, uh, like it's the thing to do. Like, well, you know, like Ray's a bad guy for missing. Andrew. Ghosts don't have bills, but you know, teenagers do. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> Back at the Mac house, as Alex and Annie are going to bed, Annie tells Alex the story of the woman who used to live in the house. Well, I heard that a woman lived there a long time ago with her kids, and she started acting really weird. She wouldn't let them go to school or out to play, things like that. Really? Yeah. People started complaining about these strange noises that were coming from the house. So one day, they all went over to the house, and they broke down the door, and they took the kids away from her. And for years, this woman would just stand up at the top of the stairs, and she would just wait for the kids to come back. No. The woman finally died, and they found her body. It wasn't pretty. How did she die? Nobody really knows for sure. Some people say she went so crazy that she just starved herself to death. I'm not even sure this story makes sense. No, it doesn't. But 
Like that's sort of the point, I think. That it's been like mangled. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, yeah, it's been told so many times that there is no like real story. Yeah. Everybody's got a different version of it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's Not- a grapevine story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not the uh, best execution of the idea, I don't feel like, but um, but I like what they're going for. Yeah. Mm. Um, that night, Alex has a dream that her mom is being held by two laughing orderlies in an asylum, and no matter how hard she tries, her powers just won't work. Did Did you catch my <laughs> intro reference here? Oh yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> very good. The, the The way these orderlies are laughing in this nightmare. Oh my god, it's just so weird. <laughs> this entire thing is bizarre um yeah i think i I think that this whole dream sequence is like capital w weak sauce it's You know, coming off of Are You Afraid of the Dark and all these yeah, kind of yeah. creepy episodes, it's just, they did not nail it. Yeah. And it really has nothing to do with the story. It's just like she yeah. had a bad dream because she heard, because Annie told her the story. But yeah. it, it has no relevance outside of that. You know, It's like kind of a that, long sequence, too. God, I was going to say that dream sequence went on way <laughs> too long. Yes. Uh, I... I I like how bizarre it is uh, for Alex Mack and like just sort of in general. I mean, it doesn't get weird enough, but um, it is strange that it even exists. Uh, also, I wanted to mention this clock leading into and coming back out of the dream. Mm. Just like, what are they thinking with this? Yeah, we don't need it. We just saw no, her go to sleep. No. <laughs> yeah, we understand what's happening. <laughs> also, man comes by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, when it comes back from the dream, the clock hands are moving in reverse. Like oh. that makes no sense. Like what's happening? Also, when um, Alex Mack has nightmares, does she start glowing? Because this is going to be a problem. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Well, and when they go to bed that night, she just zaps her light off and it leaves like it like breaks the light and leaves a huge burn mark on the lampshade. And they're just like, good night. <laughs> do you do this every night? Like, what, what's the situation here? Yeah, she, she's getting sloppy. I mean, there's really no explanation for why that works, even like, unless she's just destroying the lamps or the light bulbs. Um Though I also, it also makes me think like, man, Alex Mack is getting like interesting with what she uses her powers on. Like, I've never think of this stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, her powers are really cool. Yeah. I, I mean, my favorite's the uh, liquid form, I guess. Though I don't know what I would do with it. I mean, it's useless. And not to jump ahead too much <laughs> here, but she's like freaking still running into doors. Oh, well, this, I mean, there's an explanation for this, of course. You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I they don't They don't say it. It's implied. Okay, well, you let me know when we get there. Okay. 
Um, so as you said, Alex's face is glowing as Annie wakes her up from her nightmare and their parents run in to assure her that everything is okay. Um, this is also bizarre. Like her parents showing up suddenly, um, like they're just like waiting outside the door for this to happen almost. Um, and also it's like presented in such a weird way that I kept waiting for her to wake up for real. Mm. If you know what I mean? <laughs> like she was still dreaming and like, you know, we yeah. were waiting for her to wake up again and it just never got there. Um, so later on Halloween night, Ray and Lewis show up to prep for trick or treating and Bryce arrives to hand out candy with Annie as their parents go out to a costume contest. Let's see now. Northeast, Southwest, 120 seconds per house, total of three hours, allowing us food and rest breaks. Hmm. We should hit 150 houses. This could be a record-breaking season for us, Alex. Ray, your plan seems a little intense. Alex, I'm new to Paradise Valley, but where I come from, this is the big night. We're going for it all. Yeah. I'll get it. Hi. Trick or treat. How's it going? Cool. Alex, look at your sister. Something happens when you get old like that. All the fun goes away. Um, we want to. We want to take note of the costumes here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And a little lack thereof. <laughs> In Annie's case, Annie's straight up not going costume. Yeah. Um, I think she's Bri- too old for that. Yeah. Bryce is wearing that classic. What do you call that? Like that Lone Ranger black mask. Yeah. Um, I think I called it Zorro. Oh, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ray is supposed to be like a seventies Frankenstein. (laughs) I think Frankenstein is his Uh, costume or like Frankenstein's monster. (laughs) Pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he looked cool. I just like this. The get up was kind of almost disco feeling. Uh, and then what? what is Lewis? Lewis is the Louis. Frank is Dr. Frankenstein or? Yeah. 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 Okay. Lewis is the new kid in town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we we know Lewis. is. <laughs> he's barely been there, uh, according to yeah, Alex. But, but he's pretty quick to hit on Mrs. Mack here. So weird. <laughs> Everyone ready? Oh! Mrs. Mack, you don't look like my mom. Well, thank you, Lewis. I think. <laughs> Did you catch this? Yeah, yeah but... It's sort of funny. I think it's interesting, though, because, like... I mean, I see a lot of moms, you know, that are in their 30s, and um, they look normal. And when I look at moms <laughs> from 80s and 90s, I'm just like, what is happening here? So yeah. <laughs> I think he has a fair point. Yeah. Oh, you think you think Mrs. Max rocking here? Yeah, I mean, I just think the <laughs> weird '90s and '80s hairdos and like the outfits just aren't doing women any favors. I don't know. <laughs> I just meant the disparity in that, like he's thirteen and. Oh sure, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the funniest thing that. Uh happens in alex Mackland, or like you know approximately that funny so after a long night we skip skip right over the trick-or-treating after a long night of trick-or-treating uh <laughs> alex is ready to pack it in but ray and lewis insist on going to look for ghosts at the old haunted house this is like 
maybe my favorite interaction of the whole episode is them like arguing with each other about the house and whether to go there and stuff. What's so good about it? Um, I don't know. I think I find uh, Lewis sort of funny. She's right, Ray. The candy is collected. Now it's time for some ghosts. There are no such thing as ghosts. Really? I happen to know that there are ghosts right here in Paradise Valley. Come on, Ray. Let's move on. I told her there were ghosts, and she didn't believe me. Well, what about our record-breaking year, Ray? You know that house down this block? The woman that lived in that house was crazy and kept her kids locked in the basement. Then she would invite other kids over to play with hers and would lock them up in little cages. So is she the one who should be locked up? I happen to know for a fact that there are 231 short adults in that basement right now. How do you know? You just moved here. I am Louis Driscoll. I have a need to know. I have a cousin who has a friend who used to live here, and his brother knew someone who once actually saw the cages. Yeah, I love the three of them together. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Is Lewis is Lewis brand new, like recently, or was he on the show earlier on? Ooh, this is his second episode. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So he really is the new kid. Yeah, he's brand spanking new. Yeah, okay. So so Lewis dares Alex to knock on the door of the house, and the two boys run as a bright light shines out of the boarded windows and sucks Alex inside. <laughs> There, she knocked. Let's go. Not again. Louder. Well, Lewis, do you still believe in the ghost of Paradise Valley? Oh, in, in, uh, you know, one of the most iconic scenes of all of Alex Mack. <laughs> what? The getting sucked inside the house. It's Why in is the it opening credits. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure. I thought it looked that. familiar and I was like, oh yeah. yeah. Huh. Um huh. You see I will you see s- how yeah. you see how quick they ditched her? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> are you di- are you are you ditching your friends? Like your friend walks up to a porch, gets sucked into a house, house starts glowing. Are you running or are you going in? <laughs> Oh man, you want to think you're going to run in after them, right? You well, do I don't, want I don't know if I am, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm a coward. Geez, so you're running with them. You're out I think there. my, I think my impulse is definitely to run. Uh, modern yeah. day, I'm probably calling the cops. I think Lewis has the right gut instinct here. Ray eventually kind of figures it out, but. What are you what are you doing, Andrew? What do you I think I would be so flabbergasted by what's happening that I would have to go and like check it out. Be like, am I gonna get sucked in here? Is this yeah. real or what what's happening? Yeah. And based on what we learn, it seems like they don't eat, like they probably wouldn't have even sucked Ray or Lewis in, right? Oh, uh, you think she was sucked in because of her powers or I just, I think based on what we learn about this particular ghost is that. um, She had unfinished business with Alex Mack. I guess so. (laughs) That's why she's able to cross, you know, the portal on All Hallows Eve. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This sounds like a real explanation. Yeah, yeah, it makes as much sense as anything we're given. (laughs) Although, then how come the paper disappears every day? Yeah, the paper is a very weird part about this whole thing that they like 
<laughs> just touch upon barely. It's like, what's happening in this paper? The ghost is collecting it and reading it all the time? Well. I mean, that's fine, but. I, I mean, I, this I feel ghost. Like, this ghost, as we learn, is like really up on Paradise Valley happenings. Yes, yes. I feel like she should have been like holding a paper at the end, though, or something. You know, Ooh, that would, bring yeah, that back that, a little bit. Yes, that would have been a nice touch. <laughs> um, so as Alex wanders through the house full of dust and cobwebs, the face of a bust in the hallway comes to life and calls to her. Hey. Okay, what the hell is what the hell is going on here? Because this this does this sequence of events makes no sense with the rest of what's going to happen. Yeah, no, it really doesn't. Um, I like it because there's like some semi cool effects for Alex Mack, and when she blows up the. She blasts the bus to pieces. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. But it, it, this, I have, I have a feeling that they originally like planned to have her husband as well, like as a ghost, and it just was like too much to fit into the episode or something. Because like later on, she's saying we a lot. Like, almost like we're going to be introduced to this other ghost, but mm. it just never happens. And, like, it seems like it's a guy, um, like a guy's face on the face of the bust and, like, the laugh and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very strange. The way this all goes down is so confusing because it's like, so at first I thought, so is she trying to get her powers or like, is she trying to figure out <laughs> yeah, her secrets? She also has been affected by the, what is it? G6-161. <laughs> um, and that's what I thought. I'm like, you know, what what's going on here? This doesn't make sense. Yeah, that would have been a better choice, I think, to have like the ghost wanting to get her powers or something like that feels like it makes sense but well especially the line she says now you have to tell me your secret it's like why yeah why yeah. are you gonna like live on it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she doesn't um, seem she doesn't seem as we'll learn particularly malicious so like no what is she threatening alex with here yeah i i don't know for sure that this episode doesn't come back around later on but i don't think it does <laughs> i mean but that's like almost what oh, they're implying it's like oh it's, it's so gen- you haven't you haven't seen the series finale mm, um why well, i'm, I'm, I'm you, joking i'm, okay. I'm just joking I will you're gonna say she comes back <laughs> the whole last episode is yeah <laughs> <laughs> they have a sit down um, so crazy <laughs> Um, okay, so since I'm assuming 99.99999% of people have not watched or will not watch this episode, let's really clarify here. Alex is in the house. It does seem scary for, I'd say, 45 seconds. Sure, yeah. And then yeah, she's happens? running. She's run, Well, she's running through the house and like the shutters are closing and stuff. Yeah. She's trying to she's get out. like Old Mex Temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she tries to get out the door. Uh, by turning into a puddle, but she can't get un- under the door. And this is Joe's problem. Yeah. My feeling is like her, the ghost's powers are, of course, 
keeping her inside. But there's like a creating cr- some sort of boundary. But you can see the crack under the door. I know you can see the crack, but it's like, you know, you can't see the ghost moving the windows or pushing the bench out of the way. You know what I mean? She's just, it's like an invisible force field. There's yeah, just the rail that brought the ghost back because of the unfinished business. You know, it's key. It's <laughs> keeping them trapped. This image until... of the. <laughs> <laughs> This image of the puddle, like, bouncing off of the door yeah. is so tragic. It's one of the saddest, it has to be one of the saddest images in Alex Mack history. Like, I feel, em- I feel embarrassed for Alex Mack. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, you know, I didn't feel that bad about it. But... <laughs> <laughs> and she gives up Fine. so fast. She gives it one try, bounces off this door, <laughs> and is like, well, I guess I can't. I mean, she knows her powers at this point. She knows what <laughs> what she, she can and can't do. Right? Um, oh so, so the ghost keeps her locked <laughs> in as a maniacal laugh echoes through the hall. Again, this laugh sounds like a like strange guy's laugh. I waiting for them to have two ghosts, but with no place to go, Alex is confronted by a ghostly woman who uses her own powers to trap Alex in the house. (laughs) My, 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 aren't you the interesting one? All that melting and flowing. Stay away from me. (laughs) Do you think this is a game? Leave me alone. You were knocking. Don't you want to see me? Yeah, she's dressed... She's dressed like a... Charlotte Pickles here in her like nineties power suit. Sure, yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's not particularly effective ghost wear. Mm, okay, you were oh, spooked. Yeah, I really liked this. <laughs> Go on, tell me, tell me. T- Michelle <laughs> Learn, what's her name? Michelle Learned. <laughs> oh, actress, yeah. she's the ghost. Yeah, she. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. She seems older. Um. She's very like classic look about her that I liked. Hmm. Yeah, it's like she's going about her daily business still, uh, even as a ghost. No, like spooky classic. I do kind of like Alex like going up again for a brief moment. It's like Alex going up against the ghost with both of them wielding their powers, you know, see which power is stronger. Oh, and it's as so, it turns out it's the ghost. It's so funny when the ghost like wiggles the couch and like slides it <laughs> yeah. out of the frame. Yeah. <laughs> Comical. Uh, yeah, oh, and, and the ghost also, she played Olivia Walton on the Waltons. If anybody watched that show. Yeah. I like, I like her. All right. I mean, it seems like she's almost so used to acting that she's like thrown off by how weird this show is. And <laughs> it's like, she's trying to do her best uh, with the material. Again, it's weird though because the first minute of her, it seems like, uh oh, we're gonna be. This is scary. Yeah, yeah. And then it immediately turns into like a melodrama. Yes, very strange. Well, meanwhile, down the street, Ray has finally come to his senses and convinces Lewis to go back and help Alex. Elsewhere, though, back at the Mac House, the rowdy trick or treaters finally take off as Annie runs out of candy. Mm. Um, 
these uh trick or treaters are kind of weird. I get oh I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know this, but I get the sense that maybe they're like the kids of the people um that work on the show. There's just oh. like a weird handheld camera feel to yeah. it. Yeah. For a second. I thought that too. Like I thought the shot is way too long. <laughs> yeah, yes. yes. Um, these kids <laughs> look way too real. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it just felt really forced, like for time. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I do like uh, Annie giving the kids finally um, the stock of celery, <laughs> and you know that's when they've had enough. And they leave. Yeah, but it's trick or treat. Like you're supposed to get a treat, and so I thought that was going to come back around, and the house would get egged, or like some kind of mm. zany prank was going to yeah. happen, and we didn't ever get that. Yeah, that would have yeah. been good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these kids are being very aggressive and sure. Yeah. It's a little weird cuz they 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 like just step right into this house. I feel like as a kid, you know, that was just a no-no. You didn't step into someone's doorway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just barge right in. Yeah, I don't um, like it. You know what I never thought about before that might be kind of funny is like when you're handing out candy if you make some of the candies just something dumb, like for a trick, you know, like, mm. uh, like the raisins, but something worse even that I can't pick <laughs> up right now. <laughs> oh, Oh, you know what candy I hate more than anything? I just Whoppers. realized uh, no, uh, <laughs> good and plenties, the Ooh. pink and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's pill. Ugh. very good pick. Yeah, as in yes, very bad. Yeah, yes, yeah. But I want to see those in my Halloween haul, though. (laughs) You know, they are nice, like a nice aesthetic thing. Purely aesthetic. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) gives a little purple flash. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when Ray and Lewis get back to the haunted house, Ray knocks, but they chicken out and run away again. Ugh. Actually, this might be my favorite thing in the episode is that like Ray and Lewis, um, it's almost like cartoonish the way they keep going to the door and getting too scared. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like it. And again, not like executed perfectly, but I like what they're going for. Um, Inside, the ghost reveals herself to be just a lonely woman who lost touch with the granddaughter she raised when the girl went off to school. So, where are your children? Oh. (laughs) That's my granddaughter. We raised her. What a handful she was. Was? Well, we haven't seen her in years. She was a brilliant child. Little bossy. Love numbers. Where is she? She went away to school. She probably wasn't much older than you are, but the universities wanted her. People would call or come by to visit for the holidays, and I'd lie to them about where she was. I couldn't bear to tell them that our granddaughter wasn't speaking to us. I'd say she was asleep, that she was out, she'd be back soon. Well, you do that long enough, and people soon stop asking. I wonder who this, <laughs> wonder who this girl could be. Yeah, I, I, I think we all, we're all wondering that. Yeah. Um, she also reveals that she's watched all of Paradise Valley grow up over the years, including Alex and her powers. So here's my question, <laughs> fellas. 
She's been watching Alex grow up. Why doesn't she know about her powers? Why is she demanding that Alex tell her her secrets? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great call. <laughs> I had not considered that. Um, yeah. Again, it again almost seems like there was some other story in mind at first. Like she was trying to figure out the secret of these powers, but then they like decided against that story uh over at the mac house annie turns down the lights to get closer to bryce but their kiss is interrupted when her parents come home from the party definitely the end of trick-or-treating for tonight well i wish it wasn't uh, i had a really good time me too thanks for helping out interrupted by her sneeze oh yeah yeah sure and then and like then like a total heathen bryce is still gonna go in for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like no she's sick dude <laughs> what movie the... were they watching oh yeah we didn't mention that I that was actually pretty good looks made up right looks yeah yeah i think so yeah. huh. i mean as far as i could tell it was uh and it's ridiculous and I, you yeah, know Based on a true story, it's like an ant yeah. eating a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like, hear that was that? pretty good. Yeah, that was uh, pretty good for Alex Mack. I feel like again, I've, it's like yeah, you know what they're. I like what they're going for. Yeah. Um, also, you can tell, you to, can tell they're yeah. going for a Halloween classic. You know, what I mean, yeah, like they yeah. they want to make a good Halloween episode. Yes, they're trying. Yeah. Um. I also just want to mention like the weirdness of Bryce pulling Annie's mask down the front of her face. Ooh. Um, it's just uh, an awkward, weird moment. Like the feathers get stuck in her mouth and stuff. Uh, um, so meanwhile, at the haunted house, the ghost explains that she blames herself for selling the town land to the chemical plant that caused Alex's accident. It's all my fault. How could it be your fault? I didn't even know you until tonight. After my husband passed away, I sold off all our land. The company bought it and built that chemical plant. The same plant that's been giving you all that trouble. So, so there's like two big reveals in this episode. So one here is that this ghost's land used to be the plant, right? Yeah, yeah. Or it's uh, the plant now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like one of two crucial points. We'll we'll get to the next one yeah. eventually. Um, after Alex makes peace with the ghost, Ray and Lewis manage to bust through the door finally, and they all head home. I think your friends are looking for you, Alex. You'll keep my secret, won't you? For as long as you like. And remember, Alex, you were never a dork. Your magic is inside of you. Can I come visit you again sometime? <laughs> I'd love that. But we'll see. But as they're leaving, the camera pans down to reveal the family name on the mailbox. Oh boy. Atron. 
as in Danielle. Um, exactly. You better believe it. So the ghost was her grandmother? Yes. Yeah. She was the little girl in the story, presumably. Yeah. Okay. Um, Freaking Danielle Atron. <laughs> I, I mean, I knew, she, I knew she was garbage, but like just to leave your grandma in the city, mm. you built your plant to like wither away. <laughs> There's a special well, there's a special place in hell for Danielle H. <laughs> you know what? It never occurred to me until you just said this, but is it possible that she died and that's what happened? Like that's why Danielle left. Mm-hmm. And... No, that's why she came home. She left for college oh, early because oh, okay. she was scouted by all the universities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And then <laughs> when her grandmother passed away that's when she got left the land you know i'm sure yeah, yeah. i mean oh, no. this is the point it was sold to the city well this oh, no this is a yeah. land grab i mean danielle didn't shed one tear for her grandmother she knew they had this land she's like developing this like new science yeah she's, why would she's, they, di- why she's would... disgusting i want to go all in on danielle atron <laughs> everybody like... focuses on vince He's not the monster. Interesting. This is great. But <laughs> <laughs> wait, but why why would Danielle Atron okay, why would the grandmother sell the property to the city? Why wouldn't they just make it that the grandmother died and that's how Danielle Atron acquired the property? Yeah. I mean, it's just a coincidence that she works wait, there. Isn't that know. what isn't that what happened though? Did, don't you think Danielle acquired it? It seems like the old lady, it sounded like she sold the land herself. And that's mm-hmm. what she was like upset about. Maybe um, she was trying to get Danielle to come back. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Could, that make, that sort of makes sense. Um, I wonder how confusing this conversation is for people who haven't watched it. <laughs> But really, um, it's it's kind of a bummer because the ghost story does just become this like um, tell all bummer of a story. You know what I mean? Yeah, sort the, of the cl- the classic misunderstood ghost type thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, my my feeling like at the end of this, seeing this was like whoa, but I was like sort of forcing myself to like have that reaction. Where I was like, you know, is this really, does this really matter (laughs) (laughs) when it comes down to it? And like, I, and I can't help but feel like they're never going to come back to this. So it, you know, like they're never going to have another ghost story on Alex Mack. So it kind of like makes it uh, somewhat pointless. It feels like. It'd be cool though, if we got like a little flashback of like danielle poisoning her grandmother or something (laughs) (laughs) i want them to just battle it out at the end and like suddenly the thing you never saw coming was uh danielle atron's grandmother suddenly shows up as a ghost like Like, teams up with alex to take down danielle yes You see what we could do with a couch? You have any idea how badly we can wreck you? (laughs) They tear down the thing, the plant with their powers. 
that's what was so confusing for me was I thought somehow like powers had to play into this. I'm not ghostly powers. Like I'm just like, what? Why does she have the exact same powers as Alex? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. What is this? I thought for sure she was going to be like, you're not the only one that was affected by the G6-161. You know? uh, that would have been quite a reveal. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's not what happened. So. No. Yes. that. Oh, man. That would have been amazing if she was like presented as a ghost and then it turned out that she's actually like a living person that had also, again, like you said, uh, gotten contaminated and... Oh, man. Well, yeah, and that's why she has to live in seclusion. She's yeah. freaked out, and that's why she gets the paper every day. Right. Like it would make sense, more yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, and she could just slither out there without anybody noticing. Sure, uh, if she had like Alex's same powers, you mean? Right. Yeah. Exactly. If she sure. can get out below that door. Yeah. Sure. Did you? <laughs> did you get? <laughs> did all right. So I'm interested because there's one line. Um in this episode where I'm like, what the F are they talking okay. about? Do you guys have any lines? <laughs> I have one that I wrote that I thought was, um, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm interested. Go for it. I mean, I'm interested. I'll be, I'll be um, pretty excited if we have the same one. Mine, this one, I just felt like was kind of illustrated the weirdness of, the lines and Alex, like the way that none of this really means anything. It's when she's talking to Alex about uh, whatever they're, they're commiserating with each other. And she says, Alex, you were never a dork. Yes. Your magic is inside of you. <laughs> it's like, what? She it's never like, said she was a dork. <laughs> You're calling her a dork. You psycho. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. Uh, it's it, and just the way it's worded, it's like, your magic is inside. So you are a dork on the outside, but also, like, she's almost you, saying, like, your magic is your power. You don't like, think, that? you don't think okay. Alex Mack knows that her magic is on the inside? On, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <I'm>, like, crazy <laughs> pill? <laughs> she knows that. And she didn't call herself a dork. <laughs> It's like literally whole, in her DNA now. That's yeah. the whole thing. That's the show. This like, whole this whole Atron family is oof. Nepotism. Yeah. Yeah. Not me. <laughs> Did you have any lines, Cassandra? Um, yeah, well, I just thought all of the dialogue with the sister was really bizarre. Like mm. With yeah. her boyfriend, she's like, "It's a, been a slow year," and I guess she meant the trick oh, yeah. or treaters. But the way she said it was like, "What is she talking about?" Like, uh, what? yes, yeah, that <laughs> slow year thing. Like this. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, also, when the parents are on their way to the Halloween party, they're like, "Yeah, we're going to the plant Halloween party, so you guys are on your own." I'm like, "Whoa, okay." This is the setup for Hocus Pocus as well, which I like that it conveniently places the parents somewhere else for the whole evening. But I'm always really interested to see like just reckless abandonment of your children on Halloween. Like, yeah. what is that about? <laughs> it's just fun. It's plain old <laughs> Halloween fun. Crazy. It's just crazy to me. Um, I. I did, uh, speaking of Annie, um, 
each one of those scenes is just very bizarre with her and Bryce. Like, feels like soap opery. Um, and also, mm. this music during these scenes is so uh, cheesy and goofy sounding. Um, it's kind of great. Like, once I noticed it, I was like getting into it a little bit. Like, this is good. It seems. It seems a little bit like um, the Mac parents have arranged so that Bryce is coming over. Mm-hmm. Why would they do mm. that? Why would any parent arrange for their daughter to be alone with a boy? <laughs> yeah, it was it was really bizarre. And then, like when I... they get and when they get home, Mrs. Mac is like, "Let's leave them alone." I'm like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, very weird. Oh, I do. I thought about that too. And I thought, well, your daughters are sleeping in one room in twin beds. So you're probably thinking they're still pretty innocent, but, Mm -hmm. um, their room is fantastic. Oh, so cool. (laughs) I love like all the space stuff on Annie's side. And then, um, on Alex's side, (laughs) this is so weird, but she has like a bay window with those glass block um like bricks it mm. yeah that bay window is weird it, the architecture does not match the rest of the house whatsoever <laughs> yeah the front the, yeah the exterior shots have nothing like that i was gonna say that the exterior of the haunted house is really really cool too mm. yeah oh agreed. yeah yeah they that did a nice a job high with that. point yeah. yeah um all right well do you guys want to talk a little bit about uh, what went into this episode? Let's do it. Yeah. Hi, this is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, so Cassandra already mentioned uh, the ghost of Paradise Valley. Her name is actually Michael Learned. <laughs> um and she's you mentioned she's been on the Waltons also appeared on Murder She Wrote Who's the Boss Scrubs General Hospital and uh, the upcoming monster the Jeffrey Dahmer story hmm. um, she's alive but, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. um, and of her masculine first name she explained her father told her if I was a boy I would have been called Caleb but I was a girl so I was called Michael wait what I was wondering, I'm like, did the person on IMDb just literally write Michael instead of Michelle? Like, this is so weird and rude. Like, what? (laughs) Yes. Uh, But it it just, like, turns out it's a bizarre, real thing. I also took a look at Louis Driscoll, who's played by Mm. Benjamin Kimball Smith. His, get this, his uh, first um, acting role ever was on Roseanne Halloween episode four <laughs> as a trick-or-treater. Wow. <laughs> He's a real Halloween uh, heavyweight. Yeah. They knew they had this Gosh. episode coming up and they're like, book him. Yep. <laughs> what a resume. Let's see if he can do Halloween. <laughs> this kid lives to do Halloween. I mean, uh, I want to be hanging out with this kid on Halloween for real though. Yes, oh, yeah. I agree. Lewis Driscoll's uh, pretty great. Um, he also appeared on Step by Step, The Nanny, 90210, Life with Louie, and most prominently, Jerry Maguire. Mm. Good run. Not as the main kid, but 
Yeah. It's a different kid. Uh, well, Paul Tassie directed this episode. We talked about Paul Tassie. He's the same director as The Gift. <laughs> um, you, you can you can right? see a lot of... <laughs> You can see a lot of his flourishes here. I mean, sure, sure. he's definitely yeah. he's definitely puts his stamp on things. Um, so instead, I looked at someone who I think has a pretty prominent role in the episode, which is the makeup artist, uh, and that is someone mm. by the name of Laverne Caracuzzi. Um, and Caracuzzi has worked on a lot of very good stuff. Um, so she did did work. Um, originally with Nick, so uh, did a ton of the Alex Mack, did the journey of Alan Strange, um, and then quickly moved on to stuff in major film, uh, including Basketball, um, Love Love and Basketball, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, Orange County, um, The Man Who Wasn't There. Great Um, movie. The Man Who Wasn't There? No, Orange County. Yes, agreed. (laughs) Orange County is great. Orange County is very, I mean, I think, like, maybe one of the most underrated Jack Black performances. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Um, the Man Who Wasn't There, also very good. Under Maybe the most underrated Coen Brothers movie. Mm. Um, very, very good. Um, maybe most notably for you and I, Andrew, uh, she was the makeup artist on Freaks and Geeks. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then it really ramps up from there. So uh, she's the makeup artist on Malcolm in the Middle, Monk, The West Wing, Judging Amy, Justified, Superstore, Westworld, um, the new Netflix series, The Chair. And she was the head makeup artist on all seasons of The Office. Oh my god! Whoa. Wow, good for yeah. her. That's yeah. amazing. Seriously, always nice. What a journey. Yes. Holy yeah. <laughs> I mean, more often than not, it's like they did life with Louie and uh, an episode of Roseanne, and then like that's it. Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> it's, Jeez, it's nice. Really it's nice when they take coming off. down hard on Benjamin Kimball Smith. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but you know it's true. Like most of the people we talk about don't make it out of the '90s. Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, God, that's so dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, really cool. Uh, Laverne Caracuzzi. Um, and she does. That's a, very cool. She yeah. does a really good job, I think. on Like, the makeup on this episode is really good. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like costume. you mentioned, Raymond's costume. I yeah. mean, really totally. cool. I did want to ask, like, for you guys, do you have a favorite role that Larissa has been in? Or is this the only show that you're familiar with her from? Or, mm. um, Well, of course, 10 Things I Hate About You is the other thing that I very prominently uh, saw her in. Yes, and um, that came out just one year after Alex Mack ended. Uh, oh, really? How long was um, Alex Mack on? So it was 94 to 98. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 10 Things um, I Hate About You, and there, she was in, um, wasn't she in Mad Men? Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Also, The Babysitter's Club, um, uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Oh. Uh, she also guest starred in an, a couple episode arc of uh, Pretty Little Liars. Oh. Uh, mm. Good. Okay. Somebody out there cares. Yeah. No, no, no. I. It seems like she's 
she's definitely popping up. I, I don't know if it's like, her, I don't know. She seems like a good actress. Like she should be cast yeah. in more stuff. Totally. But uh, oh, of course we got to note that she's in um, oh, uh, Pete and Pete Dance Fever. Oh. Oh yeah. As the nurse. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Jeez. Any trivia? I don't have anything for trivia. Me either. I can look real quick. Let's see. <laughs> Alex Mack yeah, aired, aired on I Nickelodeon. Just, I just don't think that any... I mean, this was great. It's got a grapevine Halloween story. It's got a new kid in town. It's got a haunted place. It's got, you know, the flash of light. The ghost is only here for 24 hours. Great, great, great. But... I don't think anybody sober read this script and I understand that like it's for kids and you're not supposed to pick it apart and whatever. I don't like that way of thinking. Cause it's like, no, you can still write cohesive thoughts like that. <laughs> this just doesn't make any sense. And all of the good elements are there. So it's really irritating. Yeah, totally. Um, what you're, what you're trying to say is that um, it's no 15. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's riding on star power. Let's get real. Yeah. No, I, I, I share a lot of that sentiment. I mean, most of the stuff we talk about, at least the stories are sensical. I mean, they're for kids, but they're they make some sort of sense. And um, I both think it's a knock against Alex Mack, but also what makes it kind of like a more fun rewatch that like it's almost like what is happening here Mm, because it's almost like they don't have enough to milk her story do you know what i mean like she's got she's got her angle but that 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 should not last you four or five seasons and so you (laughs) get you get weird stuff like this yeah i I mean and i loved so much of it and i think that's what frustrates me with these shows is it and this is true for a lot of are you afraid of the dark too that it's so good um that it'll just have one missing piece and it's like man if it if you just put a little bit more effort into this it would have been great but now it's just crap um and- <laughs> i mean it's fine i'm still going to watch it but are we talking locker 22 what are we talking sure oh boy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, you're you're picking up when I'm laying down. <laughs> they so they said this is interesting. It says there was some. Um, okay, it says the show was a major part of Nickelodeon's Saturday Night programming block Snick, intended as something of a replacement for Clarissa Explains It All, mm. which had just ended its run around that time. And I think that's interesting because then. Um, what's her name? Sorry, Clarissa, um, Melissa Joan Hart, then she's going to go on to do Sabrina, which is a very much better, but similar kind of show to this. Yeah. Has similar elements, I'd say, right? Yeah. Um, I think it's better. And I think the uh, humor element makes it like a little bit easier to be better, I guess. (laughs) I think the thing with Alex Mack is I guess it's got to be the actors I it must be I mean there's just something I love about it um even though I know like objectively it doesn't hold up uh, but I still like it 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good things about it. Um, speaking of Sabrina, I did just, like, recently watch a few episodes, and uh, it really holds up better than I was expecting, kind of. Um, yeah, Sabrina's great. Yeah, it's very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wish I wish this was, like, a little bit more humorous, I guess. Uh, if they had, like, just leaned a little bit more in that direction, I feel like it maybe would have come out um just i don't know maybe a little better in some ways or just like more acceptable uh with the goofy storylines and stuff Mm -hmm. it's like hard to i feel like some of these like this and um journey valence strange i feel like it's sort of hard to carry these like dramatic kid shows on for that long yeah it's like hard to come up with storylines for that i don't know no, or totally. Yeah, totally. Um, should we do some stray observations? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, let's see. Did you guys uh, happen to catch the name of the paper that Ray and Al- Alex are delivering? Mm. I feel like she says it pretty quick. No, I don't think yeah, I did. Yeah, the Sun Valley View. Oh, okay. View would make sense. Uh, I thought it was you, and I'm like, well, you, what does you st- stand for, you know? But uh, that makes sense. Or, like, Paradise Valley. Um, hmm. That was my best guess, too, because I had the same problem. I'm like, what is she saying? <laughs> yeah. You may have said it, Andrew, but did you guys catch which street the house is on? Oh, yeah. Uh, Dearborn Way. Sure, Dearborn Way. Hmm. This was another weird thing. It's like it D E A R Bornway. So I'm like, what does this even mean? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> what are they talking about? Well, I thought it was crazy that the friend says, let's call 911. I'm like, wow, they would say that on a kid show. Like, <laughs> could you just imagine a bunch of little kids watching yeah. this compiling 911? What happened? Yeah, yeah. You mean calling for Alex? I'm <laughs> just like doing it because they saw like somebody I, on SNCC yeah. say it, you know. I just saw a girl, Alex Mack, get sucked into a house. <laughs> we got a rash <laughs> of <laughs> Alex Mack calls. She's on Dearborn Way. <laughs> um, did you guys know what time Bryce is coming over tonight? In the episode, <laughs> is it eight? Nope. Oh, good guess. Seven. Yep. Damn. (laughs) Um, Annie says there's some theories on what happened to the person in the old house. Did you catch? She she says there's theories, but she only gives one. What did the old lady do to herself? This story is pretty great, though, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All these stories I liked a lot. I mean, she Um, essentially starved to death. And, you know, locked her family in the basement and wandered around looking for them and starved herself to death. I don't get that, though. Why would she starve herself to death? Because she's out of her mind. Yeah, and then they found so... her mummified. <laughs> she was so distraught. Well, <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't think of that, but that's pretty horrific. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, that's that is that's that's a that's an unthinkable way to go just uh, starving at 
like on purpose. Like you got a you got a fridge in the house, and like you're just. Jeez, not and we don't even know if it's I mean, if it's yeah. not true. It could be true. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, we're all just thinking about it. Like there's food in the house, and you're not eating. <laughs> well, she's so distraught over the loss of her children. I get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, <laughs> okay. maybe you're, maybe you're eating less. <laughs> she has right. no reason to live anymore. Maybe know? I don't. Yeah, maybe I don't get it. All right. Um, uh, this. Okay. Okay. Uh, did you catch the special distinction that the haunted house holds uh, as part of the town? Is it the oldest structure? Uh, that's a way to say it. Yeah. Uh, the first, the first house built in Paradise Valley. Oh, okay. Um, did you happen to see what Ray's Halloween plan was called? <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, no. That's Alvarado's candy plan number twenty-five. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen I, it. I believe it's uh, Alvarado's candy plan attack. That's oh, awesome. attack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This kid had little Pete energy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, a good way of putting it. That was a good... It's like, man, I almost wish they would have just followed the trick-or-treating. Just take that somewhere. Do something with that for the mm-hmm. whole episode. Uh, yeah. That would have been great. Um, the uh, Did you guys catch George Mack's version of the story of the haunted house? Uh, that she... L- the old lady locked her husband and kids in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty morbid. Slightly different version. Yeah. Yeah. In cages, I think, right? That was, I think that didn't come in until Lewis's. From the Watcher's Woods. Same one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, timing wise, Ray's plan, the Alvarado attack plan, um, Mm. How long is everything going to take, and how many houses would they hit under that plan? I want to say three hours. Yep. And it's 150 houses. Yeah, you got it. I don't know how they're hitting that many houses, but... Yeah, I was going to ask, do you think that seems doable? That seems impossible, I think. I mean, if they're maybe if you're running, you figure you have... I don't know how long trick-or-treating lasts. Maybe two hours. Yeah. Oh, he said three hours, of course. Uh, three. So 50 houses. In, I mean, that's a lot to hit in an hour. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think they can pull it off. Well, they didn't, I guess. Well, three hours. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay, here. Did you note the number of short adults supposedly locked in the basement of the haunted house? 200, no. 231. Yep, you got it. What does that uh, mean? I'll, I, what do you mean? Is that they're saying kids? Uh, that's what I thought at first too, but I really like this. Upon second viewing, I realized, oh, they're saying that the kids have been living in cages this whole time, so now they're <laughs> short adults. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that was pretty good. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we've already mentioned some of the costumes. Uh, did you happen to catch any of the other stray Halloween costumes? Hmm. There's definitely a kid that was a pirate. 
Yep. In there. Mm-hmm. Um, what was Alex? Was she Raggedy Ann? Yeah. Yeah. She just looked like me after a long week at work. <laughs> um. Well, did you at least see what mom and dad were? Uh, I think they were supposed to be Cleopatra and probably yeah. Mark Antony. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. A Roman soldier. And who did they lose yeah. to in the Halloween costume contest? Oh, yeah. They, they came in second uh, to a triceratops named Barney. Is that right? I think... Uh, I thought it was a triceratops and Barney. Oh, but like doesn't he say he came in second? Costume. Oh, yeah, but they're like I a group it costume. Was like the Flintstones. Oh. oh. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> that makes sense. Because <laughs> he's like modern, you yeah, know, versus yeah. history. Yeah. yeah. And Barney is not sense. a Triceratops. He's a, he's a T Rex, right? Um, Is he? Yeah. I didn't know what he was. Barney. What kind? <laughs> he's really a dinosaur from our imagination. Uh-huh. Oh, he's a he's a T Rex, all right. A carnivorous predator hiding his true nature behind a mask of benign child. Sorry, <laughs> 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 right, sorry. That is what came up when I searched. Um, uh, oh, so other things I noted: there was a demon, there was a nerd, um, there was a girl, like in like Mardi Gras stuff. There was a skeleton. Um, and then the thing that I was most excited to catch, because Andrew, you own this, was like uh. a ter- a Terminator hand. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That you could like squeeze and it would like move the fingers. If yeah. you watch well, when the kids but, are in yeah. the Mac house, there's like a hand in the background <laughs> reaching for the candy. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved that thing. Um uh, did you guys happen to note how Lewis found out about the kids locked in the basement in his supposed story? No. No. Ooh. His his cousin's friend's brother, who used to live in Paradise Valley, knew someone who saw the cages. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> sure. Um, when they're standing on Dearborn Way, there's a sign on the street. Did you happen to see what the sign says? I think it was dead end, maybe. Yeah, dead end. Okay. There was there when Annie runs to the fridge to find a replacement for the candy that she ran out of. Um, there's briefly a picture that we can see on the frid- refrigerator. Uh, did you note who the picture is of? Mm. Danielle Atron. <laughs> uh, good guess. Annie and her dad. <laughs> No, also good guess. No. Um, I don't think you guys are going to guess it. Uh, it was Albert Einstein. Uh, oh. I was close. <laughs> Were you? <laughs> it all makes sense uh, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's uh, look at ratings. Uh, IMDb has The Secret at a 7.5 out of 10. Um, mm. so out of five crib stars, what did you guys give the secret? Um, I kept going back and forth. I finally landed on a three and a half out of five 
Krebstars. Okay. Um, you know, I it's a, a kind of a mess of an episode, of course, as we talked about in many ways. But um, I did again just like like all the things it was going for. I feel like it was going in the right direction all the time, just not quite maybe pulling it off uh, satisfactorily. Um, but I, there's some a lot of stuff I liked about the episode. Uh, we didn't talk about there's a pan up to the haunted house when they first um, come up to it at night. That's really good. Really like are you re- reminiscent of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, I like this. Uh, I like this whole secret story or this like whole story thing that um, everybody has gotten wrong. And the idea that it was this woman's story that like, because she was never honest with everyone, it morphed into this weird thing that everybody's getting wrong um again i don't know that it like uh that they pulled it off like that well but i i I like what they were going for um i also just wanted to uh bring up this one line that i liked uh lewis driscoll toward the end he's like lewis driscoll doesn't scare that easily now ray here he does get a little frightened from time to time (laughs) yeah that's kind of funny yeah um Anyway, the uh, the effects in this episode are pretty good. Um, yeah. You know that cl- the classic shot, the classic opening uh, or classic uh, credits shot of her getting sucked into the house uh, looks pretty cool. Um, her smash, her uh, destroying the bust with her powers is pretty cool. Um, so three and a half out of five. Um, but one thing I wanted to mention that I don't think we really talked about is what is going on with that light that's going through the house. Yeah. What's what do you the mean? connection? I explained it exactly to you what's happening. What? 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 The, the veil between the two worlds, you know, is the thinnest on oh. Halloween. And that's why the ghost was able to, you know, transport there. Even uh, though she see. watches the town, quote, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so the light is her coming to this realm? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it so leaves, she's in like heaven? it flashes again. Is she in heaven? I mean, the only problem with this is who's picking up that newspaper? I mean, they're obviously delivering it, like, regularly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> also, her her explanation for it is, like, my eyes are getting bad these days and I have to <laughs> have a really bright light. God. Is that, she said that it's mm-hmm. essentially that not that it, those exact words, but interesting. Yeah. She tried to, they tried to play it like, Oh, sorry about all that weird stuff that just happened. It's because of these reasons. It's like, yeah. wait, but there was like skull heads jumping around and like pumpkins upside down and like whooshing noises what was that about Mm, like the santa Ana winds just came in all of a sudden like also we know the only way to go to the afterlife is at station 109.1 with with uh sure gilbert godfrey of course course. (laughs) (laughs) um well what uh, cassandra what did you give this episode um i mean i I love that it's a Halloween episode. There's a lot to love. I'm going to give it, I hate to like copy you, Andrew, but three and a half. And I only go so low because 
they don't mention G sixty one. What is it? G six one sixty one. They don't even mention it one time. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they really should have roped that into the narrative yeah. here. I'm gonna go get a G six one sixty one tattoo this weekend, probably. <laughs> That'd be pretty great. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, or maybe you could get her uh, quote that um, you're not a dork. Yeah. You're the the real the, magic. Your, your is magic inside. is inside of you. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Just in huge letters. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I gave. <laughs> I gave this episode a 3.25. Um, it's hmm. pretty good. It doesn't have any monkeys. Um, sure. Yeah. But I, I I, do think they truly are trying to go for like a very strong Halloween feel. I yeah. think they just, I looked at the clock. So the when she, once she really sits down with the ghost, there's about nine minutes. And I really think wow. they just bung. I think they kind of bungle this last nine minutes. Um, mm. It's I, do, I I could care less whether Ray or Lewis get in at this point. Not, once I know the ghost isn't malicious. Um, sure. And I think they like you said, maybe they would have been better off just continuing to trick or treat. Or maybe they would have actually been better off making the ghost some kind of malevolent, malevolent like thing. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it's just this, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. The, in the, in the, Atron, in the Atron payoff is like major thumbs down. <laughs> I like, I like that they went for it. You know? <laughs> they They're went just... for it. All right. <laughs> With the mailbox, he just pans out and you see I'll... Atron. <laughs> and they've missed this. Like people have missed this all these years or. Like, yeah, like you can see it from the highway. Yes, but... it's in bold letters, <laughs> capital letters, and everybody's trying to figure out who this person was. But yeah, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> great. But I, I, you know, kudos. They went for it. It's Halloween. I do think the first half of the episode does kind of get some of that right. Um, so I appreciate the ambition here. I just think it's. As I said at the start of the episode, it's just totally bonkers and not always yeah. in the best way. Yeah. It, it does have a lot of classic Halloween hijinks. So for that, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Um, and we're probably like not being hard enough on the Annie and Bryce segments because <laughs> those are really just like a waste of time for the most mm-hmm. part. Except we get um, to see that B sci-fi movie. Which yes, kind of that's briefly interesting. Yeah. But the rest of it feels really like it's stretching for time. It's like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Maybe those kids were the ghosts of the children that oh, Miss Atron geez. locked in the Stall. That would have been a good twist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, the, who? There were no kids at the house. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> kids <laughs> yeah it's all annie's fever dream because she's freaking <laughs> got the flu yeah sneezing in bryce's <laughs> mouth all right sorry um <laughs> should we name this uh sucker oh yeah 
I called this one Papergeist. <laughs> Papergeist. Okay. Yeah. After the paper they're delivering. Oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I, it's a. Uh... It's really perfect for like this type of episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My name for this episode is going to be the haunted mansion, even mm. though it's not a mansion. Yeah, but it is haunted. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice one. Oh, it's definitely yeah. haunted. Yeah, I feel like that title would uh, do this episode some favors. Like you hear that title. Yeah. And it just feels better than uh, the, the secret. secret yeah, it's the very s- weird. It's like, is she going to manifest her destiny? Like, what's happening exactly? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. It, it's um, such a weak. It's such a weak episode name. And also, make sure your Halloween episode has a hot like has a name that invokes Halloween. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Um, you know, I. I vaguely remember seeing this as a kid and even at the time, like maybe especially at the time thinking at the end, like, uh, or trying to like, remember what I missed, you know, it's like Atron. And then I was like, wait, Oh, but what does that mean? Like, I can't remember what, you know, what the lady has to do with anything and what any of it matters. Yeah. Yeah. You'd really have to be a diehard Alex Mack fan. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I, mean, I, I feel like I'm going to have to watch the whole series now just to <laughs> see if this like ever pays off in any way. Don't that do would that be amazing yourself. if it did. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I the name I picked for this episode has been mentioned. I'm glad to see that it was noted. I wrote it's a It's a line from the episode. I wrote it down when they said it, and I just could never think of anything better. I call this episode "Ghosts Don't Pay Bills." Oh wow! Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Yeah. I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say the ghost of uh, Paradise Valley, but uh, uh, oh, that's great. Be good too. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that mine that makes mine sound terrible. No, yours is good. Paradise Valley Poltergeist, or uh, mm. sure. I'm trying to think. No, I, yeah, yeah. A ghost don't pay bills. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll go back good. around. What do we got? What do we got? Uh, Papergeist. <laughs> that, that, that one just tickles me. <laughs> the, <laughs> the Haunted Mansion. And Ghosts Don't Pay Bills. We'll post those uh, and you guys can vote. Um, oh, so uh, we, we, of course, posted our uh, name and episode for the night before, Rocket Power. Uh, yeah. so shout out to Candace who won that one uh, nice. with Happy Hollowomp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, as we're recording this, we have the Station 109 one up, and it seems pretty clear that Andrew, your title is going to win it with the Tale of Dead Air. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we. You know, I give you some credit for that uh, since you had it originally oh, as well. Yeah, it's no, I mean, no, sure. Um, I, mean, I just reviewed that episode too, and um, with Brett, and it's that's such an interesting episode to do back to back with this one. Um, just dealing with the afterlife <laughs> and like how well executed it is. Yeah, 
yeah, I'm sure this was jarring to come to this mm-hmm. episode. Like, what? <laughs> how, how could it have been this bad? <laughs> yeah, these episodes were made like one year apart. Um, I would give anything to see Gilbert Godfrey when I die. <laughs> For him to be the one yes. who... To be the guy uh, who... Escort you over. Yeah, one way or another, wherever I'm going, just seeing that... <laughs> You know, big grin. (laughs) (laughs) That would be funny. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, that uh, wraps up. um, What are we talking about? Oh, The Secret. (laughs) (laughs) Alex (laughs) Mack. Well, the plot, you know, the plot is a secret. That's why. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um. I did want to read a letter here. Um, so this letter here is from Shay. Um, she wrote to us about our X-Files top six, and she shares hers. Mm. Um, she, she says, hey, guys, happy Podtober. Um, I just finished listening to your X-Files episode, and I have to agree with a lot of what you said. Here's my list. Um, number six. The Lost Art of Forehead Sweat from the most recent season in 2018. This episode dives into the Mandela effect and is funny with the alternate timeline FBI agents. I've seen that one. That It is a very good one. Yeah, good pick. Uh, number five, um, Sezgi? Sez- Sez- it's the one yeah, that you're talking. features... Um, yeah, yeah. It features young Ryan Reynolds, it's a good story about girls coming into their own and how a town reacts. Yeah. That yeah. one's a pretty good one. Like, they're witches. Yes. Yes. You uh, can't go wrong with Ryan Reynolds, right? That's <laughs> true. Hmm. Um, not on 15. 15. You, 15 you can. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he's in 15. I, well, I do like, I like 15. And I like his first few movies. Everything, like, past 2014, I feels like, just go away. Mm. Wow, yeah. go away. Go away, Ryan Reynolds. We don't we don't need you. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Deadpool. Go into the basement good. and never come out. No, Deadpool stinks. No, Deadpool's good. No. Both of them. This yep. new this new free guy thing looks like garbage. <laughs> Jeez, you haven't even seen it yet. Don't oh my god, it looks so bad. Um <laughs> No okay, I'm sorry, Shay. Uh her number number four. Uh, die Hand Die Verlitz. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A very touching yet unsettling episode about Satanists and the goings on of a small town. That is a very memorable one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the one with the teacher, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Like substitute teacher that shows up in the town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number three Bad Blood. Mm hmm. Sure. Another great cheeky episode. The various versions of the same story is one of my favorite TV tropes, and seeing the way Mulder depicts Luke Wilson as a yokel sheriff is hilarious. <laughs> Very much agree. Uh, her number two is one that I think it would be in my top ten. It's like a very rewatchable episode. So her number two is DPO. Um, yes. This, yeah. The first X-Files episode I remember watching, so it was it has a special place in my heart. It's also interesting to see a young Jack Black in it. Yeah. 
And um, I forget the actor's name, Giovanni something. He's really yeah, good in it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Wow, the second Jack Black mention in this episode. Yeah, '90s Jack Black. It well, Orange County's 2002, but uh, Young Jack Black is pretty great. Yeah, still great. I love him. Yes, he is great. Uh, and number one, uh, same as you, Andrew, Jose Chung's from Outer Space. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was just a fun episode all around, and it had some great cameos in it as well. Um, she says her close call, um, familiar, also from the most recent season, were introduced to Mr. Chuckle, Chuckle Teeth, who is probably the scariest child's mascot I've ever seen. The episode is really suspenseful, suspenseful and gives a can- Candle Cove creepy pasta vibe. Um, and, the, and from the original run, close calls would include postmodern Prometheus, Arcadia, and Fresh Bones. Yeah. Wow, it sounds like these new ones are really scary. They're hit and miss, I thought. Yeah, yeah, okay. for sure. There, there is like a handful of very good ones, but there's also like uh, the ones where they're going after the myth are pretty rough. Yeah, um, but it's nice that there are like some good episodes. Yeah. I mean, I was somewhat surprised by that. Yeah. You know? Um, her guilty pleasure is X Cops. Says it's a great yeah. crossover episode <laughs> with cops. And her Ferguson is never again. Just the concept of a talking tattoo is too weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good ones. Um, yeah. We didn't really mention um, X Cops. Uh, I don't think. No, but uh, it is surprisingly good for how like dumb it seems like it should be. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a bummer because you start kind of feeling like the fox. Um, I don't know. It feels like this weird merge of it's too. It's almost too meta. Um, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, I. To- <laughs> It should be a terrible episode, I guess yes. is what I'm saying. I, yes. I don't think it's, like, as bad as you would think. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, am I understanding correctly that there's a crossover episode of the television <laughs> show Cops and then the X-Files? Called X-Cops. But, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, really, want... it really isn't as bad as it sounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, sort of. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to check that out. That <laughs> sounds yeah. unique. I think that's yeah, season yeah. seven. That's season seven. Yes, season yeah. seven. Yeah. Um, okay. She, she says, "I hope you like the list and can't wait for more episodes." So, thank you so much, Jay. Yeah, that was really nice. Great yeah. list. Yeah. Um. Well, Andrew, we're headed into the final stretch of Podtober. Mm. What do we have left? Oof, we're saving a classic for last. Mm-hmm. Uh, next time we're talking The Tale of the Twisted Claw. Are you afraid of the dark? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the true Halloween Are You Afraid of the Dark yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. You like this mm-hmm. one. I'm like, you know, lukewarm. Um, so I guess we'll have to have a third party help us determine, and that will be a returning Halloween guest, uh, our friend over... Uh, across the ocean, uh, Vaughn. She's going to rejoin us. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, so Twisted Claw, get excited people. That will air on Halloween, so get ready to get scared. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on uh, Twitter at BOC Podcasts. Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like Shay did at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. Leave us a review. Andrew, we got we got a uh, a pretty harsh one star review. They don't <laughs> wow. we 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 haven't got we've gotten one stars before, but they usually don't leave any review. Um, this one doesn't uh, so their gripes are that we talk about Pete and Pete too much. What? Okay. <laughs> um, which you know, guilty as charged. Uh, sure. Yeah. They also don't like that we laugh at our own jokes. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I just laughed. Um, so uh, I don't know what to tell. You know, to to <laughs> to quote Tim Robinson, I don't know what to tell you, bud. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we're just doing about the quote. There you go. Sounds like from the review, he really just wants another spinoff podcast from you guys. Like he wants the full Pete and Pete experience. Do you? Should I read this review? We never read the reviews. Do you yeah. guys want to hear it? Because um, yeah, yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm not going to read the name of the user because it's just a promotion yeah. for another podcast, which is just you know. Oh. oh. <laughs> wow, this whole yeah. thing is yeah strange. It literally the so people can go check this out. Um, their username is listen to and then pi the name of the podcast. <laughs> um, so it said, I thought, uh, it, well, it's called the more I listen to this, more I listen, the more I dislike this podcast. Um, I thought the idea of a podcast about revisiting some of my childhood TV favorites was a great idea. However, two hosts should really just do a Pete and Pete podcast. <laughs> well, that's that's what we yeah, that's what we were going to do. Uh, they were, they always gush over their love for that show, which gets super annoying. Um, they are also constantly laughing at their own, (laughs) at their own (laughs) jokes. I I can't help that. We're funny, dude. Uh, I wish someone would pick up the idea for this podcast and do it better. Um, wow. (laughs) Brutal. Um, they should definitely never listen to my podcast because they will hate it. (laughs) Epic. Epic takedown. I love it. Uh, yeah. Go to iTunes. Leave us more one star reviews. <laughs> we'll read them. <laughs> we don't. We don't read our five stars, but uh, we'll absolutely read the one stars. Um, and I'm not going to promote the podcast this person wants. But however, Cassandra, you do have a podcast. I'm happy to promote on this uh, on this garbage podcast. Um, <laughs> what What are you up to? Sure. Um, laughing at my own jokes, mostly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot like, of that going on. Like an animal. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got You've Got Mail coming out pretty soon. Oh, yes. Um, so Joey joined me to do that, yeah. and that's going to be a good episode. Um, so you can find me, Cassandra Explains It All, on whatever platform. And I just do 80s and 90s nostalgia. So, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Guys, we just spent an hour and 40 some minutes talking about Alex Mack. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm so upset with this person. I feel like. <laughs> oh, the, the person who left the review? Yeah, that's crazy. That's oh, just crazy. No, don't sweat what? it. I, I'm not sweating it. Uh, I, It's really fascinating. 
It is fascinating. Also, you know, yeah, that Alex Mack Christmas episode was really like the highlight of my Christmas that <laughs> last year. So I appreciate that. Glad to hear it. I, 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 I have to say, after doing these two Alex Mack episodes, I am kind of maybe eager to do more. Um, yeah, I think it'd be fun. Um, these are fun in how like just absurd they are. You yeah. really got me curious when you said what happens in the finale. I'm like, hmm, that's a good yeah. question. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, maybe we just skip right to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we I think we have by season two you have all the information you're going to need. Pro- <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um so yeah. Um well this was a great time. Great to talk to you, Cassandra. Um We'll see all the rest of you loose whoppers next time. Disappointing thing is that G six one six one could not fit as a knuckle tattoo. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. How many is? Wait, what is oh, it? Oh, G- I could G six. I think it's G C one sixty one. Well, like, yeah, one would have to be on your thumb. Or you could stick to yeah, the. You could wait, wait, wait. What is the code? <laughs> what is the code? G C one sixty one. G C one. No, it's G six. Why are, are you, you sure? I'm pretty sure yes. it's GC161. <laughs> Hold on. Alex GC161. Oh, yeah. G- and if I'm right, you have to get it tattooed it's, on you. It's C. GC161. Oh, man. That's five. That's five. That's a knuckle tattoo. Uh, you but can't it goes, use your thumb. Yeah, That's weird. It no, it's not weird. <laughs> No one can see your thumb. Okay, we'll stick the, stick the GC together. Yeah, I think what you could do is like GC on one hand, 161 on the other fingers. So if anybody like notices, you're like, what is that? You put them together. It's like, <laughs> and then just GC 161. And then just tattoo your hands yellow Boom. like you're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Hold on. <laughs>